It's time to go into business for yourself. Get ready for another episode of the Franchise Academy Podcast. Education, insight, and inspiration. Here's your host, small business and franchise expert, Tom Scarda. Welcome to another episode of the Franchise Academy. My name is Tom Scarda. Thanks for joining us again. We are uh, a franchise advisor and consulting agency, the Franchise Academy. Uh, I'm also the author of Franchise Savvy, number one bestseller about how to buy a franchise, six strategies that you need to know. In addition to the magic of choosing uncertainty, uh, check that out. That's how to make a change in your life without all the stress. In addition, you could find the A to Z's on how to buy a franchise online course on the website, thefranchiseacademy.com. Please check all that out and enjoy it. Submerge yourself in the industry and learn about franchising. Today, I'm excited to have Ryan Thiel with me. He is the CEO and co-founder of Pet Evolution. This is one of, if this is the best pet franchise that you can own. If you're into pet franchises, this is the one. So you got to listen in and check out everything. Ryan, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Tom. Thank you so much for having me. Appreciate it. Yeah, this is so cool to have you on. Um, I did, pet Evolution is such an awesome concept, and it's really put together by pet lovers. Um, and so you have a dog or two, am I right? Well, I actually got four. My all-time max, Tom, was six. Um, you know, those, those dogs that you see at those uh, shelters, sometimes they're hard to say no to. Yeah, so I got... Four, four dogs now, and just uh, always been an animal lover. Love, love, love dogs. I love that. Yeah, and thank you for doing the shelter stuff. We've done that too here. There's a great shelter that I actually uh, support through charity work um, called North Shore Animal League on Long Island, where I'm originally from, although I'm in Florida these days. Um, but it's great to have you on. This is so cool. So. What makes Pet Evolution different than the other pet businesses that are out there? Yeah, great question. So, so Pet Evolution. So, you know, first off, started back in 2012, uh, right in Woodbury, Minnesota. Um, and uh, what makes Pet Evolution different uh, from our competition is, um, you know, we're small. You know, we are we uh, have uh, stores from 2,700 square feet to 4,000 square feet. What I like to refer to our stores as is the cheers of the pet industry. You know, by having that square footage, what's really nice is about that is that customers aren't just a number. They come into Pet Evolution, we get to know our customers by first name, their dogs by their name. You know, we get to know, hey, you know, we talk about their vacation. Where'd you, you know, how was your vacation last week? You know, so, so customers that come through our doors, no one's just a number. Everyone's greeted right at that door um, when they come in. You know, in addition to that, um, you know, what's really cool, what I love about it most is, your customers, their their children eventually start working for us, you know. So so that's what's so fun. So we've hired people as young as 15 years old, and we have uh, uh, employees still with us today that graduated through college, you know. So so it's just um, you know very a personable experience for a customer for our staff. And um, another thing that makes us a little bit different is that all of our foods fall into four categories. So let me explain a little bit about what pet evolution is. So first off, we have nutrition, only the best quality pet foods, free of corn, wheat, soy, byproducts, artificial flavors, and colors. So when you first went into it, you know, for example, Tom, Whole Foods, right? Let's say you go into Whole Foods, you're, you're looking around, you're looking for those maybe Doritos, Oreo cookies, whatever it might be. 
not going to find them there. You have to go to the gas station for that. You have to go to maybe Target, uh, whatever it may be. So when you walk into a pet evolution, you're going to see food similar to what you would see at Whole Foods, you know, as far as the product labels, they're going to be you know, a little bit different. But what's nice about it is that all of our foods, again, free of corn, wheat, soy, byproduct, artificial flavors and colors. Okay. Um, we have food that specializes in weight management for dogs. Okay. Cats as well. Okay. Let's say someone comes in and their, and their dogs or cats are itching. You know, maybe they have dry skin, wherever the case may be, we can help out with that, with our supplements, you know, with our fish oils and so forth. Um, in addition, we have mobile services. So what is that? So at Pet Evolution, customers can actually book nail trimming. That's the number one thing that people don't enjoy doing, Tom. So you have two dogs, right? Yep. Two dogs. So, so of course I have four and I don't trim any of my dog's nails because it's scary, you know, not only for us, but it's scary for them. So we developed a service to where we actually have a van, a mobile van that goes uh, to our customers' homes within an eight to 10 mile radius of our customers' homes. We pull up in the van right in the driveway, bring the pets out to the van, clip the nails. While we're doing that, we also have additional add-on services. For example, if the customer wants a nail grinding, what that does, it gets rid of those sharp edges. We can do that in the van. We have teeth brushing in the van. We have ear cleaning in the van. It's, it's, a, it's a pretty cool thing. So it's a, it's a service, you know, we have recurring services, you know, where customers can sign up and we can go out to their home, you know, every, every week, every two weeks, whatever the case is. Um, Another item, uh, Tom, is uh, our membership program. So, uh, you know, very unique to the pet industry, Pet Evolution has a membership program. It's a three-tier program. Uh, so customers can choose from the essential line, uh, the premier, or the VIP. And with that membership program, it's, uh, customers get 10% off every time they come into the store. So it's a paid membership program. They get 10% off every time they come in. Uh, as they progress through, the, through those tiers, they can also get free treats or toys every month. In addition to that, they also get um, unlimited self-serve dog washes if they're a, a, a VIP member. So just a really cool added revenue stream that we have at Pet Evolution. And the great thing about that is customers, you know, if they're traveling, they're, you know, maybe they, they want to visit other Pet Evolution locations, no big deal. They can do that with that membership. So, uh, you know, it's just, you know, really awesome programs that we have. And of course, you know, we have full service pet grooming as well. So our pet grooming, you know, customers can uh, book ahead of time. We can wash their dogs for them. We can do the haircuts for their dogs. And let's just say the customer wants to do a nail trim, but instead of us going to them, they can come to us. We can do that throughout the day as well uh, through our walk-in services. So nail, nail trims, nail grinding, teeth brushing, and ear cleaning. So I like to refer to Pet Evolution, the one-stop shop, to, you know, for your pets. That's what it is. Right, right. And you have all these different angles, you know, as a franchise owner, as well as if you own the store, um, you know, having a mobile part of it and a membership part of it is very attractive, you know, as, I, as it definitely rings in my ear as a consultant, uh, as I'm trying to, you know, tell somebody about a great business model. Membership is great because there's money coming in every month and uh, it just helps the bottom line a lot, a lot more. Um, when the, just one clarification for me on the mobile service. So when you're coming out to do the um, the nail clipping, there's no grooming though, right? Not not on. The no, no, we don't. No, we don't. Uh, no, just uh, just the nail clipping and then uh, those additional add-on services. The reason why I chose not to do the you know the grooming is just because 
you know, we like to make it a kind of a quick service, you know? So as far as like the revenue that goes with that, with that service, it's nice because you can do three to four stops per hour. You know, when you're doing mobile grooming, you're typically at a location for two to three hours with one dog, you know? So it just, I just, I didn't quite see the profitability there in the mobile grooming aspect of things, but, but, but definitely, you know, I really, really, uh, you know, enjoy and, and like to see, you know, how the mobile nail trim services really picked up mm-hmm. and, you know, just how, like I said, it's the number one thing people don't like to do. You know, you hit that quick, you get those nails a little too short. What happens? Well, you're going to have blood everywhere. The dog's going to not ever allow you to, you know, trim those nails again, you know? So, so it just, you know, we learned, you know, throughout the years that nail trims were the number one walk-in service at our store, the number one walk-in service. And finally the light came on. It's like, why don't we go to our customers' homes now? And while we go to their customer customers' homes to do those nail trims, maybe we can bring a bag of food now, right? So now we're getting those add-on sales by bringing delivering food to them, delivering treats to them during that nail trim visit. So plus it makes it more enjoyable for the dog as well. If you're coming in with treats and you're trimming the nails, like, hey, that's a that's a win-win, right? Yeah. So in addition, and I'm, I'm you know, it sounds like you thought this through. So that's awesome. But um in the, what I'm hearing is you know, I own a franchise. I'm going to the person's home. It allows me now to go to the person's home whose dog may not get trimmed, you know, a short head dog, a, you know, a German shepherd or, or something like that, or a lab, um, as opposed to a poodle. So now I could go to their home and do nails. And so I'm there. Exactly. I got that extra revenue. I got that extra possible delivery of a bag of food. So I, so I love that. But talking about stores, what what is the square footage of of an average store for you guys? Yeah, so our average store ranges, uh, you know, from uh, you know around twenty seven hundred square feet all the way up to four thousand square feet. You know, so it's not it's really not it's really not huge. But what's nice about it is that within that square footage, we're able to set up a nice, comfortable feel for the for the uh, you know the customers. Um, you know, when we first, uh, you know, opened Pet Evolution, we had Tom, we had five sixteen foot sections of retail. You know, and I learned throughout the years that, you know, you don't have to have all of that. You know, what you have to have is the best. And what I mean by the best is have the best products that have results, you know. So over the last, you know, over 10 years now, that's what we've narrowed down our product selection to. And we're able to cut back a lot of our retail, open up the square footage a little bit more and focus more on the you know the customer experience and just being comfortable while they're shopping you know while they're coming in for that self-service dog washing for example they're not tripping over retail products you know so um uh, just a really good footprint you know that really helps has helped our mission throughout the years in providing the best customer service that we can provide for our customers yeah i think that it also goes to the fact that um you know if i was just a startup pet store myself like you know not without a franchise, I'm going to have to figure all that out. Like what is selling? What's not selling? It's going to take years to go through that process. We're here. You can just plug in and you know, here's the best selling stuff. This is what people come here for done. Exactly. Exactly. And that was, you know, that was one of our challenges, you know, was just trying to figure out, okay, now, you know, we're starting a pet food store. What products do we bring in? And, you know, what, what's going to really move and what's going to show results. And like you had mentioned, I mean, over these last several years, we've been able to narrow in on those products, products that don't have results. We don't, we get rid of, you know, we test it, we've tested it, we've tried it. You know, one of my favorite things, Tom, is when customers come in and say, oh my gosh, like 
that food that you recommended or that treat that you recommended, or maybe even that supplement that you recommended, my dog loved it and is thriving to this day, you know, and it's so fun to be able to, you know, be able to help customers, you know, having struggles, you know, sometimes, you know, even when they, you know, when, you know, they go to the, let's just say they go to the veterinary clinic and, you know, the vet recommends something that just doesn't work, doesn't work. And they're trying to figure out what works, what can I do, you know? And then the, you know the, the light goes on, and they come to the pet evolution, and, and they talk with us, and, and they 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 you know believe in our product, they test the product out, and they come back time after time and time and say, you know what, that product just it changed my pet's life, and that's what the, you know hits the heart for me. That is awesome, right? So there's a purpose behind the ownership. It's not just you know a, a store uh, right. for the franchise owner. So. Which brings me to my next question, you know, who makes a good franchise owner? Do you need someone who wants to roll around on the floor with the dogs and play with the dogs all day? Yeah. So, you know, who makes a good franchise owner is somebody that truly has a passion for pets. You know, that's, I mean, that's, you got to have the passion. If you don't have the passion there, you know, I, I, I don't know if it would work for you. Right. But, you know, you love pets. You have a passion for pets you want to try something different in life, you know, um, you know, like for example, for myself, you know, I was a law enforcement officer for, for years, you know, and I always had the passion to, you know, start some sort of a business or, you know, work for myself. And I just couldn't never really figure out what that, what that was, Tom. I'm like, what is it, what is it do I want to do? And I realized in myself where it's like, you know what? I love my dogs. I feed my dogs the best. You know, I was shopping at a good, you know, good quality pet food store. I saw the results that, you know, came from my dogs before I even owned a pet food store. And, you know, I just, I realized that, you know, I don't know. I mean, you have to, in order to be successful, you have to have the heart, you have to have the passion, you have to have the drive for it. And you can't ever give up. Um, you know, so one of my things when I was a law enforcement officer, actually, when I started Pet Evolution, my sheriff pulled me into the office before I had resigned because he knew, you know, I was on a, on a mission to start a business. He said, Ryan, he said, you know what, whatever it is that you do in life, whatever it is, you're going to be good at. Cause I've seen you succeed, you know, as being a police officer, being a detective, I've seen your work ethic. You know, he said this, he said, Ryan, know that I'm going to save this spot for you for one year. Okay. You're leaving here, but I'm going to save you a spot for one year. And if it doesn't work out for you, you come on back here. Okay. And I said, sure. You know, I said, I really appreciate that. I mean, that, that was awesome. In the back of my head, I'm like, there's no way I'm going to be going back to being a cop again. I'm, you know, Tom, within six or seven months, I went back. I did. And you know why? It's because I loved it so much. I had my uniform still in my closet every single day. I would wake up, grab some of my clothes, look at my uniforms, like, oh my gosh, I miss it so much. <laughs> Ultimately went, went back for a week. And that's when I made my decision that it was finally time to, you know, to, you know, resign and, and start, you know, working as hard as I can to make this business a success. And that's what I did. And I can tell you, that was one of my struggles, you know, in any adventure in life, you know, fear is the number one thing that really, you know, holds people back. Yeah. Here's what I like to say is, you know, fear is, if you didn't have, here's no business would, would be around. You'd be driving down the road, no business. You see no businesses if one person or several people didn't have fear to start those businesses. So that was one of my struggles is, is was the fear aspect of things. And I can tell you, it took a little bit for me to overcome. But once you overcome that hurdle, 
you're, you know, this is your destiny. This is your life. This is, you know, your passion and, and you can do it. You know, that's what I want people to know is like, don't be so scared because that'll get you nowhere. You know, take that, take that leap of faith and run with it. And if you truly believe it in your heart, only you can make it work. Right. And that's, that's it. And that's it. And, and it's, I mean, there's so much to say. We could do a podcast just on this particular topic and we probably should. Um, well, first, first of all, I didn't realize that you were in law enforcement. I come from a law enforcement background. I don't know if I, if you know that, but my wife was a police officer, a sergeant in New York City. My dad was a police officer in New York. My brother-in-law was actually the chief of police in New York for 13 years. So um, I come from that background. And, and I was a subway conductor. So before getting into franchising myself and buying my first, it was a smoothie franchise for me, I had to make that leap. And it's a leap of faith is synonymous to jumping out of an airplane going when you go skydiving. It's like... Why are you doing this? You know, you don't have to do yeah. you know, you can stay comfortable. Um, right. but but I think that everything that you want in life is on the other side of fear. And and I think that you know, God puts everything at that edge of your comfort zone because that's how he enables us to stretch as humans and, and become more than we think we are. Um, and it's not for everyone, don't get me wrong, but but it, for someone that's itching. You got to really think about the fact that every major life choice that you make is the choice between uncertainty or unhappiness. Right. Most people choose unhappiness and they, they stick with the nonsense because it's comfortable. <laughs> Even though it's a it's pain, easy. it's just easy. Right. So um, again, we could do hours on this part, but it, it's, you know, you got to be uncomfortable and, uncomfortable is where magic happens and exactly right? there's no formula to it you know and and the thing is is that we grow up and we're in school you know for all these years and they're beating into our head you know go to school get a job and be happy go to school get a job be happy and then you wake up one day and you're like i'm not happy <laughs> there's yeah. got to be more to life and, right. and, and franchising might be the answer franchise for a lot of people i see is a vehicle you know, just like a job is a vehicle too, but a job is a vehicle, a business is a vehicle to get you more of what you really want in life. Um, there's no, it's infinite where a job is very finite. So that's, that's my soapbox for today. Uh, that was great. You, I mean, that was outstanding. I mean, you're hundred percent right. And one thing I've learned time over the years too, is just like, it's okay to get knocked down in business. You know, that's going to happen in life. Right. But the important piece about it is getting back up again. Right. I mean, you have to get back up and you have to fight, you know, fight for it, fight for your business, fight for your future. And, you know, that's why their entrepreneurs exist because that's what they do. You know, there's no room. And, and I've never, I could have given up a million times in life. Okay. That's not my personality. And most entrepreneurs, it's not their personalities either. So you keep moving forward, you push forward, you push for your dreams. You're going to get there 100%. Yeah. There's no question about it. I just, and based on a statement you just said, I remember, I just read something last week. Um, when you, you know, you fall, you get back up. Um, the person who, um, fall, who, who falls and gets back up is way stronger than the person that has never fallen. I, yeah, Think about that. Absolutely. <laughs> Very cool. But, um, a couple more questions I want to ask you. We don't yeah. get down here again. We can definitely go uh, deep on this. Um, and maybe we will in another time, but, um, 
the staffing. So how many staff do you need? What kind of staff do you need in, in a pet evolution store? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, many of our staff are, you know, our high school students, uh, you know, we've hired as young as 15 years old. Uh, we have approximately um, at our, uh, one of our, uh, our locations, about 10 retail associates, I would say. So 10 retail associates, but those are, are you know, uh, cashiers that work the front, engage with the customers, you know, educate the customers. Uh, we also have uh, between six and uh, eight pet groomers. Uh, groomers are the ones that do all the haircuts on the dogs that do those uh, walk-in nail trims uh, as well. Uh, in addition to that, we also have around uh, three to four dog bathers. So those are uh, hourly employees that uh, bathe customers' dogs and also do nail trims. And then, uh, you know, a store manager at each location as well and a supervisor uh, will take care of it. So generally, what I'm, you know, it's around, we're about um, 15 15 to 18 total employees uh, at, uh, at, at our stores. All right. Well, that's awesome. Um, and, and I know uh, I, I placed uh, Ryan out in, uh, in Michigan as an area developer for the state. So anyone who's in Michigan listening to this and you want a dog franchise, we got a great opportunity for you out there with Ryan to help you out. Um, so that's, I just want to give a shout out to Ryan on that. Great guy. Great guy. Yeah, super smart guy, great, motivated, really good, really good person. His whole family is great. His wife is great. Um, how important is, is the location itself when you're opening a franchise? Do you need to be, you know, a real estate next to Starbucks or can you be kind of in a back alley somewhere? <laughs> yeah. But hey, you know what? I've kind of been in the back alley when we first opened Pet Evolution. We didn't really understand the importance of location. You know, uh, I was just looking at cheap rent. I'm like, hey, if, you know what? If I can pay you know $6,000 a month for rent, boom, that's it. So that was our first location, Tom. Uh, and we're kind of in a, you know, we're in a neighborhood. Um, you know, there's a big berm where you can barely see our store. And, you know, I, I realized within the first, you know, year and a half to two years, where I'm like, there's got to be better than this. There has to be better than this. So, uh, we moved uh, 1.5 miles north. You know, we anchored ourselves by a super target, Starbucks, great place, uh, a, a cupcake place, you know, uh, Xfinity, and then a Sam's Club. We more than tripled our sales. Wow. Location, location, location. Okay. I, I, again, you know, as a new franchise, and this is a fear that I can see in people, right? Where it's like, well, okay, I, you know, I, I need to save money. I, I, you know, I'm new. What if this doesn't work? Well, I can tell you what, if you pick a C location, the chances of it working, no, no. I mean, that, and that's any business, right? You pick an A location, which are the locations that we're going after, and you pick an A location, you're going to see success. You know, you're, you're going to have those neighboring neighboring businesses, you know, those, 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 you know, customers going to the coffee shop, the, you know, the sandwich shop, you know, going in the Target. I can tell you, we have a number of customers that come in from, you know, that just went to Target grocery shopping and they'll come and pick up their dog food afterward, you know, or somebody that's you know, holding a Starbucks, you know, um, cup when they come into our store. So, so A locations, absolutely number one, for sure. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, in, in one of my uh, other franchises I had, um, I, I chose the cheap location and regretted it every day. Um, I should have went for the extra, whatever it was, two or $300 a month. So I would have had that walk in traffic with the anchors and it was just across the street uh, and I could see it. And, 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 you know, so anyway, location, 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 a thousand percent. Um, so th that is great stuff. What's one myth that, that you would bust about franchising if you could, or, or about pets? You know, 
I want to go back to the fear thing, you know, because, you know, you'll have people, you know, you're going to have people that are like, ah, are you sure? Is that really the thing for you? Is that, you know, do you really see success in, in you know, doing what, you know, you know, switching your career, something that you've worked so hard for, for your entire life, rather be from your, you know, from your high school days, you know, doing post-secondary education to your college days, you know, to your, you know, your bachelor's, your master's. Why would you give all that up? Like, why would you give all that up to start a business, right? Why, you know, so, so, but here's what I say to that is no matter what your career is, okay, no matter what your schooling is, know that there's, there's opportunity out there for, for you. Okay. And sometimes you have to just, you have to follow your heart. The heart is your number one here. What you had, what the noise is Tom that you have out and about, you know, in the community, your neighbors, your friends, sometimes even your family, sometimes it's just noise, but you have to trust your gut, trust yourself. Know that again, nothing in America would be here without fear. Okay. Yeah. Take that, take that leap of faith and just go with it. No matter, you know what, no matter what franchise is, you know, obviously do your research. Okay. So do your research into that franchise, you know, you know, you know, dot your I's, cross your T's on everything that you do in life. That's important. Right. But you have to take a step back, take a breath and, and know that, you know, you can't let fear control the outcome of life because again, it won't, it, it just won't get you where you want it to, to go. And then long-term, you'll question yourself. You're like, gosh, no, if I would have done this, I could have, you know, this might've been the end result in my, in, you know, in my later stages of life, right? Don't question, never have those questions and right. just do your research and, and, and run with it. Every once in a while, I run into somebody who's like, oh, my father had the opportunity to buy into a McDonald's 40 years ago and he didn't take it. Darn it, we should have done that, you know? And it's like, yeah, you're always going to regret the things that you didn't do not the things that you did do. So it's so, it's so interesting. And, and just about that whole gut thing, since you brought it up, I'll just uh, end on this. I think this is really interesting to note as, as you're making any kind of decision, you, we all have two brains as humans There's one in our head and one in our gut. The one in our head is as old as man on earth, you know, four and a half million years old. The brain in your gut is as old as infinity or God, whatever you believe in. And so when you're making a decision, Listen to your gut because it's God talking to you. And the thing is, you got to be able to separate what's going on in your brain because your brain is going to tell you run as fast as you can. You know, it's it's programmed to save you from you know the saber toothed tiger and you know all of that stuff is you know as a cave person. But now it's it's it could really be detrimental to your happiness and your life. So you got to you know you, like you said you know, dot your I's, cross your T's, um, double, you know, trust, but verify, you know, all of that when you're talking to a franchise, but at the end, you got to make the leap and that's the only way to do it. Exactly. Yeah. So I appreciate you being on. This is great. Yeah. Pet Evolution. Um, the website is yeah www.petevolution.com uh or uh, for franchising www.petevolutionfranchising.com uh, check us out yeah absolutely that and that'll all be on the franchiseacademy.com website so um if you're driving and then or jogging right now listening to the podcast you can't write it down just go to the the franchiseacademy.com uh, website Thank you so much, Ryan. Great seeing you. Thank you, Tom.
We'll see you soon. Thanks so much. This has been another episode of the Franchise Academy Podcast. For more info, go to our website, thefranchiseacademypodcast.com. Remember to subscribe to Tom Scarta's YouTube channel for educational videos on franchising, education, insight, and inspiration.